God is within you, you will not fail. No matter what it is that you fail at in life or you feel like you're failing at life, you're only failing because God has a better plan. Got your rejection, that no is going to turn into a yes. It's going to turn into an acceptance. <clears throat> it's going to turn into a congratulations. You've been approved. And just know that God definitely has your back. No matter who says no, no matter who uh, doesn't believe in you, no matter who doesn't support you, just know that your faith in God changes everything. You will be celebrating something major soon. And one last thing that I would do is allow people to be who they are. Do not force any connections nor take on their confusion or their uncertainty when it comes to you because God is showing you something. God is moving you into your next season. You just find your core people, your sisterhood, your network, your soul people, and you hold them close because remember what's for you will flow like the rivers and the waters that God has created. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen again, because I just felt led that I needed to say that uh, for those of you who may be listening. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Speaks podcast, where I sit down with successful entrepreneurs and hear their stories from their biggest failures to their greatest successes. You get a behind the scenes look at what it really takes to make it as an entrepreneur. So come along for the ride and let's explore the entrepreneurial journey together. My guest is an educational consultant, academic coach, author, and a wedding and event planner. She worked in the field of education for over 18 years and currently owns Divine Diva Events, a wedding and special events business. My guest is Dr. Denise Witts. Welcome to my show, Dr. Witts. Thank you. Thank you for having me on this afternoon. How are you? I'm doing very well and good to have you on my show. Let's start off by you telling us a bit more about yourself. Thank you. Well, let's see. I am uh, been coined the name the global strategist. Um, that is because myself, Dr. LaShawn, I have my hands in so many different things. Um, as you mentioned, I am an educator by day. Uh, and I have multiple businesses in which I have founded over the years. Um, but my most, I guess my most exciting uh, opportunity that I've had been given recently is being able to uh, just go on different talk shows, meet different people and speak about how God has blessed me to do work in the ministry. Um, I, you know, I've been in education now um, almost 19 years and just kind of, you know, stepping into sort of, if you will, a new entrepreneurial life. Even though I've been doing uh, these side businesses, it just really hasn't opened up the doors for me to publicly greet people and encourage and motivate and talk to people. So I'm just so excited um, every opportunity I have to, uh, you know, speak to people who will listen uh, and just share about my my love for being an entrepreneur. Okay. So later on, we'll get to talk about your life as an entrepreneur. But before we get to that, 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 that part of your life. How did you get started in pursuing a career in education? And what really motivated you to pursue that career path? You know, I started my career in education when I was 22. Um, I dropped out of med school because I thought that I wanted to be a doctor. I had all these goals. I wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I had all of these different things that I wanted to do. And I was just like, everything just wasn't 
it just wasn't doing it for me. And so finally I had a friend who told me, Hey, come become a teacher. And I'm like, uh, no. And then when I finally decided, because I was a young mom. And so, um, she encouraged me to come be a teacher because the schedule worked great, you know, being a single mom, having the summers off. And I was like, I don't know if I want to work with kids. When I got into education, it was just my passion just, it just grew. It was so exciting. I had an opportunity to just make a difference in kids' lives, you know, work with different kids and, and just become mentors to them. And that's the part that was so exciting. I was a science teacher. And then, you know, people started to identify my talents and kind of coerce me, if you will, to come out of the classroom and, and, and grow up, if you will, in administration and become a principal, assistant principal and all of these different things. And so I enjoyed, you know, making a difference in young lives. I enjoyed um, just mentoring kids, working with kids and really just helping to make a difference. And when I run into some of my students now who are like, you know, 25, they're 30, you know, they're doing so well. And it's always a joy to hear them say, you know, Dr. Witt, you made a difference in my life. Um, so that that's kind of how I got it started. And even though I'm doing these other things, it's like, that's the job I just cannot let go of. <laughs> okay. All right. So thank you for sharing that part of your life. Now let's talk about the other part of your life, your life as an entrepreneur. So you've been an entrepreneur for some time. What really inspired you to start your own business? You know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest, more money. Because <laughs> everyone knows when, when you're in education, you don't make a lot of money. And so I was like, what else can I do? And I just kind of didn't really feel like I was fulfilled. Um, so when I was in high school, I started, you know, planning events, but didn't really think that that was quote unquote a career, if you will. So as I got started, um, you know, I just really, you know, began marketing myself, getting myself out there and started doing weddings and events. And there were other small things. I used to do taxes. I used to do resumes. It was all these different things that I would do to just, you know, get extra money from different multiple streams. And so as I began to grow um, and mature in a, as an adult, and even in my Christian life, it was like additional opportunities opened up for me to, you know, do motivational speaking and, you know, speak at churches and speak at, you know, do mistress of ceremonies and just all these different things started to open the doors. But honestly, it was just really like, there's more money out there to be made. And I really wanted to make a difference. I really wanted to do ministry. I wanted to help and serve people. And so that's where my passion was. It was like, I just felt like, yeah, I'm supposed to be a teacher. I'm supposed to be doing all these things, but there was something that I just couldn't put my finger on. And it was, and it wasn't until I really started working and making my own money and setting my own hours and taking my own contracts. I'm like, okay, this entrepreneurial thing is really cool. So that's kind of how I got started. And then all of a sudden, as I kept going and realizing what my passions were, it was like, okay, I can make money from this. I can make money from cooking. I can make money from this. And so, um, that's how I'm able now to earn, you know, income from seven or eight different streams. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So like any other entrepreneur, I'm sure you've also been faced with a number of challenges. And what were some of your challenges? That... Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. What were some of the challenges in the early stages of your business? And how did you overcome these challenges? Well, you know, I don't think challenges honestly ever end because, you know, it's it's always going to be a challenge. Entrepreneurship requires discipline. It requires commitment. 
it, it requires it requires organization. And for me, I think some of the challenges in the beginning, and you know, these kind of foster themselves throughout time, but it's the support. You're always looking for support from a certain demographic of people, people that you know, people that are like your friends or you went to college with or your family. But entrepreneurship is not based on your business being supported by people that you know. It's about targeting your consumer, targeting the people that appeal to your brand. And so for me, I had to understand the mindset of everybody's not going to be here to support me. That was like one of my downfalls, one of my challenges, because a a lot of times I would feel like giving up because I didn't get the support that I thought that I should have gotten. I think also takes a level of discipline. You know, you got to put a lot of time into it. You got to be committed. You got to understand the importance of setting schedules, setting business practices so that you can do the job so that you could be committed and you can, you know, you can see the results, you know, because you're the only person that's your brand. It's you, it's your brand. You own Mm -hmm. the company. And if you're not putting your all into it, then it's not going to happen. So, you know, those for me were some of my initial challenges and it's not perfect now because as you continue to evolve, you got to change your brand and you got to make sure that you're constantly keeping up with what is new, what is trending so that your business can be successful. Okay. Um, like any other human endeavor, we, 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 we confront failures as well as also enjoy successes. Um, what role has failure played in your entrepreneurial journey and how have you used setbacks as opportunities for growth? You know, I think for me, um, honestly, I would have to say, you know, I think just what I was saying, I think failures really help you to stay committed. It really helps you to, you know, it really helps you to understand what it is that you need to do to stay, to stay on top of your business game. It, 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 see, it's different when you go to work, you get an evaluation, you know what you're supposed to work on, you know what, okay, you got to do this. You got to be this, you work on this. These are goals for the year, but entrepreneurship, you, it's your business. So you have to look at other like businesses. You have to look at other, you know, uh, industries and what they're doing to keep on top of your game. And so those failures, like if you didn't do so well in this area or you didn't have that many clients, it's like, okay, you got to sit down at the end of the year and reflect on what can make my business successful, more successful. What can make my business stand out more different than the other? Because some of us, we're all doing the same thing. So at the end of the day, it's so important to be able to, um, you know, reflect on those failures, reflect on the things that you didn't make the best decisions on to help you moving forward. Mm, mm, mm. That's that, that's very true. Um, you've been on this journey for quite some time. Um, looking back on your journey so far, uh, um, what lessons have you learned? And can you share some of these lessons with us? Lessons that I've learned is that you can't do business with everybody. Um, you can't, you know, for me, I just... I think for me, the biggest lesson learned is, is, is just, you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe what it is that you're putting out there. You have to tell yourself it's okay. I didn't do this. I didn't accomplish this, but what do I have to do next time to do better? I think that's the most important thing for me. Uh, Again, as I talked about, everyone is not going to support your brand. Find your tribe of people that are going to support you. Find the tribe of people that are going to stand in the corner, that they're, you know, they're going to pray for you. They're going to push you. They're going to champion you so that you can do good job. 
also being a good steward of your money is so important that you are investing in yourself, that you're investing in your brand. You know, even if you feel like no one else is going to like it, you love it. And when people see the passion behind what you're doing, they're going to move quicker. They're going to say, you know what? I want to buy from her. I want to support her brand. I want to get a service from her. All of those different things help, you know, to really push you to the next level. And entrepreneurship is not successful day one, week one, not even month one. It takes some time to grow. And then even when you become successful, you got to figure out how to sustain that. It doesn't just, oh, you're, you're at the top of your game. You're doing really well, but that dies down. And you've got to be able to keep up with what's going on, your competitors, what's trending, like I said earlier, to really um, just keep your business successful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. So my guest once again is Dr. LaShawn Denise Witt. Dr. Witt, um, you are a woman of faith. How do you maintain your faith? while being an entrepreneur and also occupying all these roles that you, you, you do occupy? You know, without God, I, I there, I can't be who I, I want to be. I mean, it's just, it, it's, 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 it's just that it's like, you know, for me, God, God is the answer. God is who I need in order to be successful. I have to sustain my relationship with God because I can't move without him telling me, you know, LaShawn, I need you to do this focus here connect me with these people. If I don't do that, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to have what I need. And I, it, it, what we do every day is all for God. We're all here for a purpose. We're all here, um, to, to, to do the work of God. It's ministry. And I need God. I need to sustain my relationship with God. I need to be a woman of faith, a woman of prayer. People are not going to understand my successes and what I've gone through unless I'm able to say, God did this. God did that for me. God showed me this. God gave me a vision. He opened up this door. And so for me, it's it's staying continual in my word and being a woman of prayer in, in order to sustain what it is that God has called me to do. All right. Thank you so much um, for, for underscoring the importance of God in everything that we do. We all need God and we all need to walk and allow him to guide us and order our steps in everything that we do. Now let's talk about your upcoming conference. Why is the conference known as the Wonder Woman Conference? Well, the one, the Wonder Woman, uh, Deuteronomy in the book of the Bible, Deuteronomy chapter 818 says, but remember the Lord, your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. Um, my heart and my passion is to produce or to inspire women to produce wealth, to be their holistic self. When we think about Wonder Woman, we think back in the day of all the cartoon characters, Spider-Man, Superman, Wonder Woman was my favorite. She was a powerful leader. She was a warrior. So Wonder Woman has, as we know, extraordinary powers. She's, she's a superwoman. But God views us as the same. God views us as women as he, he views us as women who are strong warriors. We're not afterthoughts. We're not sidekicks. Um, our emotional vulnerability as women, that's our strength. It's not a weakness. So when we women, when we come together and we stand firm in our God-given identity and our calling, we're, we, we can change the world. And so with that, Wonder Woman Conference is one of the largest events of faith of, of, for people of faith and entrepreneurship. Um, the weekend, this week long conference, it's 
you know, it's been put together to inspire women, to cultivate women, to push women into their next level. Um, I am really big on building women mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially. All of those components are what helps us to be successful. So this conference is going to help attendees unlock practical insights um, and breakthrough strategies through education and networking. And as a real life Wonder Woman, we fight the enemy in the world around us. And so we're a protector. And I feel like I am a protector of women. I'm a champion of others. So I want to be able to support women um, that uh, others may ignore, others may not think highly of. I want to be able to inspire them every day to live a better life, to love harder, and of course, to care a little bit deeper about what it is that they've called to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when, when when is this conference happening and, and, and how can one get involved? Yes, it's coming up soon, May 10th through the 14th. Um, it's taking place in Houston, Texas. Uh, the website is wonderwomanconference.com. Um, they can come to the conference in person. Uh, we still have registration open or virtually. We just launched virtual yesterday. Um, so they can tune into the four-day experience. The entire conference will be virtually um, uh available for anyone in the world who wants to attend. Um, I'm looking forward. We're going to have day sessions. We're going to have panels. Uh, we're going to have night services and we're even going to be having a midnight prophetic service. Um, so I'm looking forward, uh, just, I'm going to be tired and worn out, (laughs) but I'm looking forward to this upcoming conference. I'm so excited about it. And it's less than 10 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you keep referring to women, women, women. Is this conference restricted to only women? Well, it is a woman's conference, but guess what? You've asked a very important question. We have two men speakers who I've brought to the platform because we as women need the wisdom of men. So our afternoon and our evening services are open to men. So if men want to buy a virtual pass or men want to come in person, they are most welcome to attend the conference. So absolutely, it is not restricted to women. Okay, so that's good. Um, Now let's talk about other things you're involved in and, and also find your, 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 your views and thoughts on some issues. Um, why is it that important to bridge the gap between ministry and the marketplace? Why is this so important? You know, um, I was sharing with someone the other day that, you know, we have been equipped with what we need to be successful in the marketplace. Um, we're successful already in ministry, but we're also need to be successful in marketplace. God gives us what, what we need. He, there is a purpose for our lives and some of us operate heavily in ministry, but we lack what we need to operate in the marketplace. I tell people all the time, you know, we can shout in tongues and we can shout and, and do all these things in ministry, but we have to be successful in the marketplace. And together in the Bible, God speaks of many people who were successful in both areas. One of my favorite characters in the Bible is Lydia. She was a woman of God. She was a woman of faith. She was a minister. She, she ministered in her own right, but she was a seller of purple cloth. She had a successful business in the marketplace. And Mary and these two together are for those who are entrepreneurs of faith. How are you successful as an entrepreneur? You have God, but you have the resources and you have the tools that you need to navigate in marketplace. And so bringing these two together will help us to 
have better business practices, have better business acumen, have more godly integrity, make more money um, in a way that is pleasing to God. So all of these things are what God has called us to do. And as I said in the scripture, Deuteronomy 8, 18, remember the Lord your God. It is he who gives us the ability to produce wealth. That's that's true. That's true. Um, Reading about you, I came across the fact that you're also an author. Um, Can you tell us about that part of your life? Yes. um, I authored uh, a book called The Diva Herself. It will be available um, in the summer. It'll begin shipping. It's taken a long time to write this book about myself, but it talks about all of the tragedies and adversities that I've gone through and how I really settled down and really got before God and and, it just became more grounded in what God has called me to do. Um, You know, one of the things for me is my story can only be told by me. No one can tell my story. No one can tell the things that I've gone through and the lessons that I've learned. And I want women to say, hey, you may have been a single mom. You may have filed bankruptcy. You may be a rape survivor. You may have tried to commit suicide. All of these different things that doesn't define who you were at the time that you were in the darkest periods of your life. Take that, learn from it, and let's go and do what God has called us to do. So I'm excited to share my book with the world and my story so that people can learn and know that tomorrow is promised and a second chance is waiting for you on the other okay. side. Okay, you, you said a lot about the book, but I want to find out from you, what really inspired you to write this book, The Diva Herself? Again, my passion for wanting to help women, my passion for wanting to to get women to to know that there are women out there that they need to connect themselves with, how important a sisterhood is, how important it is to network. This book is, I mean, you know, it's it's my story and my story is going to be different from the next person, but I wanted to inspire and motivate women to do better and to really understand that God is their source, that God is what they need in order to be successful. Successful and how God has just come in and changed my life and just made me a different person. Because at the end of the day, I was a mess. <laughs> but now that I've had a chance to experience God's goodness and I've been able to walk in my calling, I, I, I just can't think of a better way. Mm, that's good. Um, so what will one find in the book, The Diva Herself? What will one find in the book? Uh, Yes, uh, the the pre-orders will open uh, right during the conference and it will be available for sale on the globalstrategist.info. I will also have it available on the Wonder Woman conference page as well. And of course, they can buy it in person if they're going to be in the uh, in, in the conference. Also, I have an app that can be downloaded to their phone. Uh, My Sister's Keeper Dash TGS, which stands for the Global Strategist. My book will also be for sale there as well. Okay, we're just about wrapping up our conversation. A lot of people are listening. A lot of young ladies are listening, and they've been inspired by your 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 journey and your story. What will be your advice to that young lady out there? who is on the verge of giving up, who thinks that all hope is lost. What would be your advice to that young lady? Don't give up is all I can say. Life is so much better when you get through these tragedies, these adversities, these pitfalls. If anyone tells you, I will tell you that I love you and you can do better. You are better. These tragedies are set up for testimonies. Until you get over here, you don't realize that what you're going through is a testimony because you have been called to a community of people who will experience some of the same things that you are experiencing now, but they need your voice. They need 
need who you are and who you will be to them. They need to see that you have overcome. And even though your story is going to be different than the next sister story, your story is needed in order to save the world. You are a you are a Wonder Woman. You have superpowers. You have been built and called for a time such as this. And you have to hang on. You have to be you have to be a strong warrior. You're never ever 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 going to know that until you have conquered all of this and you have become who God has called you to be. All right. So never give up and stay strong. Um, we're just about wrapping up. Um, before we sign off or before you give your general advice to my listeners, I would like at this stage to ask you to say a prayer for, for, for both my listeners and all other people all over the world. So we'll call for a prayer at this stage. Father God, I thank you for this opportunity as always to come before your people and share my story, share what it is that you've done in my life. I thank you for this opportunity to connect with my brother all the way in Ghana. I thank you, Father God, that technology has brought believers and those of us together who want to impact the world, who want to make a difference. Father, for every voice of every person that will hear my voice, Today, tomorrow, whenever this interview will play over and over again, God, I pray that each person is touched by something that I've shared today. Father God, we never know whose voice will change our lives. We never know whose voice will say, aha, this is what I need to do. God, let this be an aha moment for my sister who is listening out there. Father, I thank you that you have shown us, Father God, that our lives are to be lived because we are a testimony. If everything is perfect, God, we would need you and help people to understand that we go through these things because we have to know what it's like to war in the spirit, to be faithful to you, to pray, to praise you, Father God. Father, I bless every household that will listen to this broadcast. I pray that you would fill them mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially, whatever it is that they're believing in God. I pray that you would meet those needs. Father, I just thank you for what you're doing in the lives of these women that will listen and even the men. I thank you, Father God, for you have called them for such a time as this. Father, together we are more than one, God. We are make impact in this world. I just thank you, Father God, for choosing me and helping me to be a vessel that drives people close to you, that drives people to pursue you more, Father. I thank you for making us hunger after you, Lord. I thank you for all that you will continue to do in our lives. And I pray that you would bless each and every listener, Father, and that you would open those doors that we are so desiring for you to open. Father, I bless uh, those who uh, will come in contact uh, with this broadcast, Father God, and that you would speak to them. Bless the producers, bless those who work behind the scenes to make sure uh, that the that the systems, the airwaves, and all the things that need to work, uh, Father, that all of these things work so that we together can make impact. And I praise you and I thank you and I cover the family of all those that will be listening. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing this prayer with 
with us. But before we sign off, what would be your general advice to my listeners before we sign off? God is within you. You will not fail. No matter what it is that you fail at in life or you feel like you're failing at life, you're only failing because God has a better plan. God, your rejection, that no is going to turn into a yes. It's going to turn into an acceptance. <clears throat> it's going to turn into a congratulations. You've been approved. And just know that God definitely has your back. No matter who says no, no matter who uh, doesn't believe in you, no matter who doesn't support you, just know that your faith in God changes everything. You will be celebrating something major soon. And one last thing that I would do is allow people to be who they are. Do not force any connections, nor take on their confusion or their uncertainty when it comes to you, because God is showing you something. God is moving you into your next season. You just find your core people, your sisterhood, your network, your soul people, and you hold them close. Because remember, what's for you will flow like the rivers and the waters that God has created. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen again, because I just felt led that I needed to say that uh, for those of you who may be listening. Amen. 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 So thank you, Dr. Lashon Denise Witt, for sharing your rich experience with us. We've had a very lovely conversation and we want to wish you the very best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. So this has been another exciting episode of the Entrepreneur Speaks podcast. We'll come your way next time with another exciting episode. I remain your host, Kofi Animedu. As always, do take good care of yourself and let's continue to keep hope alive. Cheers. <music>